basketball is back in action. Gideon George will hand off on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the five-seed BYU Cougars face the four-seed LMU Lions in the quarterfinals of the West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas. BYU is playing tonight because of a comeback win last night over Portland, 82 to 71. There were several times last night during the first half against Portland that uh, made tonight's game seem improbable. The Pilots set a West Coast Conference tournament record in their first game in Vegas with 19 threes. And while their outside shooting certainly wasn't that impressive, they still shot it well and forced BYU to play catch up the entire first half. Richie Saunders kept the Cougars close, but a late surge by Portland without Moses Moody, by the way, pushed the Pilots' halftime lead to 13. So at the break, BYU was down 43-30. to The second half, a completely different story. The defense of the BYU Cougars ramped up. It forced stops, and it turned into Cougar offense on the other end as BYU opened the second half on an 18-2 run. Jackson Robinson scored all 14 of his points in the second half, while Foose scored 12 of his 14 points and grabbed seven of his nine rebounds in the final 20 minutes. As great as they were, it was the freshman Richie Saunders who led the team in scoring with a new career-high 18 points. He was absolutely fantastic, and he helped BYU outscore Portland in the second half, 52 to 28 and that sets up tonight's matchup with LMU a team that BYU split with in the regular season with both teams winning on their home court here's some good news BYU is 22 and 4 against LMU since joining the league including 3-0 at the West Coast Conference Tournament this is a good matchup for the Cougars but that doesn't necessarily mean tonight will be easy the Lions have the West Coast Conference's leading scorer in Cam Shelton he's averaging 21.2 points per game for the season However, over the last five games, that number has been bumped up to 31 points per game. Kelly Leo Pepe is a beast when it comes to making the tough plays and constantly playing hard. There is a reason they became the first team to beat Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and BYU all in the same season, and that reason is they're really good. And that brings us to tonight's matchup, and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, was able to get a few minutes with assistant coach Cody Feger. Coach Feger discussed last night's win and the joy of those types of victories at this time of year. Yeah, it was unbelievable. The guys really, you know, struggled a little bit in the first half. Richie Saunders made some big plays in the first half to keep us afloat. And kind of guys went in the locker room and said, we got to step up. We're not going home. And Foos, Atiki, you know, Dallin made some good plays. Um, Gideon, you know, the guys just stepped up and, played really well in the second half in the first half when things weren't going quite right sometimes it takes a guy like Richie Saunders to keep you in a game and that's what he did for sure I mean that's (laughs) like you said it's tournament time and we just need guys to step up and it was awesome a freshman you know he had an unbelievable game like he did uh, last time we were in Vegas playing Creighton Uh, we need Richie to love Vegas like he does right now what was the halftime like for your group it was it was more um, you know I 
the guys were just kind of like looking at each other like we need to play better no no pointing or blaming or anything like that it's just like we got to play better as a team we're, we're not going out like this this is this is not happening it's more than just one stat but the offensive rebounds tell a lot about last night's mindset in terms of what it was going to take to win a game yeah for sure yeah yeah was, uh, i mean the guys just rebounded gideon went in every time richie saunders foo satiki all those guys were battling there jackson robinson i don't know if he had any offensive rebounds but he actually had some really good defensive rebounds that were huge uh rudy came up with one dallin came up with a huge one um so yeah re- rebounding is that that's been what we've been really high level at all year long on the defensive end and you know back and forth throughout the season on the offensive end and that needs to be a huge staple for us to continue to play right Portland was a team that uh, came in a little bit of confidence, made, made a bunch of threes the night before, had already played a game. Did you kind of sense that was a typical maybe start to a tournament game for one team that hasn't yet played and one team that had played and got a win? For sure. I mean, yeah, like you, you and I, we've both been doing this for, I've been doing this for 20 years. You, you, you've seen it a lot, right? A team that's comfortable and seen the ball go in. I mean, they made 19 threes the game before. They had a ton of confidence about themselves coming into this game, and uh, they were feeling right. That That's that happens a lot another season-long theme with this team is resiliency games don't get away from you for sure um these guys battle and and you know they hate losing you know we've lost a couple games this year and um but yeah no this team's resilient spencer johnson like he's always has like the face like he's ready to get after it and and foos really woke up in the second half but yeah no this team has been resilient all year long and uh, it's been like that every day in practice, too. Like, we've had great practices, and just the guys battled all year long. LMU, the uh, second game of the tournament for you tonight, a team with whom you split during the regular season. Last game you played, though, really got after them at your place. Yes, uh, this LMU team is really tough and physical. They've got this guard, Cam Shelton, who can, you know, he scored 40, 34. I mean, he can really score the ball, Cam Shelton. Um, and Le Pepe, they are tough, physical. Last time we played them at home, they didn't have Rick Asanza, who's a big seven-foot um, guy who blocks shots and really tough and physical. So, you know, for us, um, the the difference between first game and last game is we really screened them. Like, we screened Foose, Atiki, Noah set some screens. Um, and our pace of play offensively was way different. Um, so I would say our nor- our, our, our best things we did change over was our physicality. How do you handle Cam Shelton, who is one of the hottest players in really all of college basketball right now? We're we're going to try to uh, uh, try to take the ball away from him at times. Right, we may look to double on ball screens at different times. Um, we're going to put Spencer and uh, Jackson Robinson are going to see him a lot. Um, they're going to look to deny him the ball at times. Um, so just trying to keep the ball out of his hands as much as we can. And when he does do it, everybody's aware aware of him. And uh, let's try to make somebody else beat us. A little different looking lineup for them. They've had a, uh, some changes. Arns has not been playing the last couple games. Uh, Jalen Anderson's back in there now. Uh, but you think you know the group pretty well, don't you? Oh, yeah. We've seen them twice. We've been watching them all year long. It's 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 the time of the year. Where we've seen these guys so many times that we know who they are. They know exactly who we are. Who wants it more? Who wants it more? Who's going to be more physical? Who's going to get every rebound? Who's going to, you know, Rudy Williams made the play of the maybe the game yesterday where he actually dove for a loose ball, which is incredible. And yeah. ended up with Richie getting a layup. Yeah, ended up with yeah. Richie getting a layup. Um, who wants it more? And that's 
that's what it was in the second half, and that's that's what it's going to be for this the rest of this tournament here. Okay, big picture perspective. As you leave the West Coast Conference, how important is it to these guys and this group that you kind of quote unquote go out the right way? Oh, it's everything. I mean, it's these guys. These guys want to play the right way, play hard, and they want to put it all on the floor for for BYU, like BYU Nation, you know, Cougar Nation, whatever, like that. That's, that's what what it's all about for these guys. These guys really care, and they want to win, and they really. I know that everybody, all of us, really appreciate all the support because we had a great, great group down there last night. Cody, thank you as always for the time. Best of luck against LMU. We hope this tournament run continues a little while longer. Let's do it, Rubes. Thanks. All right, that's BYU assistant coach Cody Fieger along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Appreciate both of their time today. Getting you ready for this big matchup. One and done. Survive and advance. On the line is a trip to uh, to Monday. You get to play, you win tonight, you move on to Monday, and then just see what happens. Obviously, Cougars uh, feeling pretty good after the comeback win. That's one of the things we'll hit on when we talk with Mark Durant coming up on the other side. Do you prefer to have... A game under your belt? Do you want to have the bye all the way to Saturday? BYU has been on both sides of this, and we'll get Mark Durant's take when he joins us from the Orleans Arena after this break. Cougar pregame live continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pre-Game Live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. The matchup tonight, the five-seed BYU Cougars taking on the four-seed LMU Lions. It's all taking place in Las Vegas at the Orleans Arena, and that's where we will head now. We are now joined by the great Mark Durant. Uh, Mark, uh, my name is Jason. I'm not sure if you remember me, but it is very Jason. good to talk with you tonight. Mm, sounds somewhat familiar. <laughs> Hey, listen, I understand you have an important job calling the Cougar baseballers to victory, so I get it. Well, it's it's good to be back with you. Uh, I certainly enjoyed watching the second half of last night's basketball game. Look, Mark, <laughs> there were so many times last night when I did not think you and I were going to be having this conversation today. What a second half by the Cougars. It changed everything. How big was that victory for the Cougars last night over Portland in the grand scheme of things? You know, Jason, I think it's uh, a huge win, and people will say, well, what's the big deal? You beat a, you know, whatever, seventh seed in the first Friday night game of the tournament, and uh, it's, you know, in that respect, it's not a huge thing. But I, I just feel like for this team, for these guys, I want them to have a positive memory of this year and, and to lose a game like that because it could have gone, wor- gone even worse in the second half. could have been a blowout for Portland. You know, BYU could have just packed it in and said, hey, we're done. You know, season's over. Let's just, you know. but And and then that's how you finish your season. That's the taste in your mouth. And, and yeah, every time, you know, when you're 52, you look back on it and see that, you know, uh, yeah, we didn't have a good season. But, you know, and, and it's just one game. And I think maybe you have to win a couple more games here to really make it special. But you just want to finish in a positive fashion. And I really was impressed. I mean, I – I'm usually pretty optimistic, but I was pretty down at, at halftime. I thought, you know, the guys didn't come out like they should. They, they weren't ready to go. They'd taken uh, Portland for granted. And, and I just thought maybe this was the one game that they wouldn't have the fight. They wouldn't come back. They might just, like I said, just pack it in. But this team, 
has got some special sauce in them or something because they find a way to, to get back into games. Yeah, they get behind in games, which is not ideal, but they're never out of it. They always fight back, and maybe they don't win, but they're always right hanging right at the end. They're right back in it. That says a lot about uh, a person and a, a team, and I, I like these guys. I just wanted them to have some positive things happen at the end of this year. So, you know, they're always going to have the teammates and the, the memories and the good times, but I, I want them to have a good basketball finish to this year, and that was a big part of it the other night. There were obviously some very good individual performances for BYU, but the play of Saunders scoring the career-high 18, he's the reason why they were only down 13 at the half. He was such a force from an energy standpoint, let alone what he was able to do from a, a statistical you know, perspective. He was huge, and it was so good to see that coming from one of the young guys. I love Richie Saunders. I mean, I, <laughs> I love this kid. I've never seen anyone in all my years that plays harder than Richie Saunders, and that endears me to him immensely. And, and, and sometimes this year, I mean, he's done some things that you can tell, yeah, he's a freshman off his mission. He hasn't made the best plays, and he's struggled at times. I mean, there's been games that he has not, you know, scored or done a lot, but he always gives an amazing effort, and he seems to have found his stroke from the three-point line, which gives everybody confidence. He was, what, three for six from the three-point line uh, last night, and he's out, he's super crafty around the basket, too. Uh, I'm really impressed with him. I just think he's going to be terrific. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's an enormous challenge to to not play basketball for a few years. And then to, and the basketball you then start playing is vastly different than when you finish playing in high school. And I think he's kind of getting it now. I think he's figuring not only can I play really hard, which was great, but he can really, you know, be smart and contribute. And it's not just about going a million miles an hour. He's actually doing some really good things. And the other thing, just quickly, which was critical in that game. I mean, he basically saved BYU in that game because there was nothing happening in the first half, and he kept BYU around. But a team like uh, Portland is smaller, and it's a super hard guard because it's hard to have Foose and Atiki and guys chasing chasing guys on the three-point line. And Richie is the guy that, because he plays so hard and so tough, can guard a four and a five. And, And to be able to have a guy like that against a smaller team so you're not having matchup problems was really critical. So not only was it the points he scored, but he allowed BYU uh, to play the right kind of defense against a team that's smaller and, and going to spread the floor on you. Both of these teams had success against the other team at home, and I know Greg referenced it in his interview with with Cody. You know, the game in Provo that that was that was a blowout by BYU. They controlled that game, which is certainly you know you'd love to see that happen again tonight. But when it comes to the scouting report, certainly Cam Shelton stands out, and you, and you gotta you gotta make sure you keep him in check. But but is that all you need to do against an LMU team? Is it all about stopping him, or is it is it more detailed than that? I think that's a big part of it. I mean, to me, he's the best player in the league, and a terrific terrific all around player can can take the game single handedly and beat you. I mean, he's that he's that good. He can do that. I've seen him do it a couple times this year already. And uh, but, but but that's certainly not where LMU st- st- uh, stops. I mean, Leo Pepe's very good. You've got some solid, solid players. And, and one of the things I don't think a lot of people talked about in that BYU home win was they were so dominant is, is Sanza was, was out for that game. He's a big seven-footer. Now, he's not going to score a lot of points for you, but he's a, he's a rim protector. And, and in the game at LMU, he altered 
a lot of shots in the paint. It was hard for BYU to get the points in the paint like they typically do. And so he, to me, is, is you know, he'll be back in this game. It's going to make it much more difficult for BYU than it was at the Marriott Center. But, yeah, they, they've got a lot of weapons. Uh, it's not just Shelton. But, man, if your only weapon's Shelton, you're still pretty good. <laughs> he's he's a super good player. So they, they shoot a lot of threes. BYU's kind of used to that now after playing San Francisco and Portland, the, the teams that like to shoot threes. So I don't think that the game plan is going to change a lot for BYU. But you have to know where Cam Shelton is. You don't want him to get going because once he gets going, uh, you know, he probably won't stop. He'll just keep going. Yeah. And uh, that's a real tough challenge. BYU's been on both sides of this. And I'm referring to whether you have a bye, and so you're the team that's waiting for a team that's already had a game or two to play. And they've kind of gotten in a rhythm, and they've obviously advanced to face you. You've sat around. There have other BYU teams in the past. I, it just They didn't need it. They were ready to go. It didn't matter when they played. You throw the ball up, and they're ready to roll. For this specific team, I, I think it's a good thing that they're the team that's had a game already under their belt going against a team at LMU that's that's been sitting. Now, I'm not saying they're just sitting and not doing anything, but what, what do you think for this specific team? Do you think it's better for them to have already played a game as opposed to being the team waiting for the team? Yeah, here's my philosophy on, on that is it's always an advantage to be the team that has played a game after you played the game. Right. <laughs> it's not an advantage to have to play the game because you might lose. Yes. But once you win, that means you've probably played pretty good and you're comfortable, and you give, gives you a little confidence, and you're used to shooting on the floor. So it's not you don't want to be in that game, but once you win it, then, then it's probably a benefit. Now, the, the downside would be, well, um, you know, you got to play multiple games, uh, two, you know, two, two, two games, two nights in a row. This conference tournament is better than most in that you're going to have a break. So, yeah, you're tired from last night, but these guys are young. They can play two games in a row, and BYU's pretty deep. They play a lot of guys. So I don't think fatigue is going to be a problem. But if you had to play, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and you're starting on Friday, you're going to be gassed by the time Monday if you get that far. So uh, so that's the downside is the fatigue. I think Portland was a little bit fatigued in that second half because they only have five guys really that they play, and they got a little gassed, I think, at the end. But I don't think that's going to be a problem for BYU. And then if they get this win, they'll have a rest day on Sunday so I, I think it you know now, because BYU won I think it's a good thing so we'll just move on from there I agree uh, okay there are no guarantees but you and I have been doing this long enough to see games like last night propel a team to some special things if that's going to happen for this BYU team what areas do you think the Cougars have to be sharp in hmm. well uh, I think uh I think they need to continue to take good care of the basketball. Uh, I think uh, I was impressed with just in general lately, BYU's really valued the ball a lot more. They, they, they had some, some early turnovers against Portland, which hurt them, but then they settled down. So you take care of the ball. I think BYU's offense is a lot better, and part of that is from, from Rudy Williams. I think Foos is really asserting himself down low. He's a real problem. Uh, then you got guys like Richie and Dallin and, and other guys, and, and Jackson was terrific in that second half that it can kind of fill in. BYU's offense has been much better the last few weeks, much more efficient. So you're seeing improvement in areas that have been problems for BYU. Now, they had some breakdowns on the three-point line early in that game, but generally they've been better defending the three-point line. So all those things are going to have to be, be important. Obviously, rebounding is a strength for BYU. 
when they win games, their their double-digit rebounding advantage. That, that you know, and when they lose, they don't have that. So uh, you know, keep rebounding, keep the de defense on the three-point line, take care of the basketball. It's so so important, especially in a conference tournament setting. And, and then uh, you know, keep having that confidence. And when you when you make more threes than Portland, and that that's their bread and butter, yeah. right? That's how they live. And yeah. if you make more than them, you take away their biggest strength. And you're better at it than they are, then it's going to be a hard, a hard time for them to win. Mark, great insight. I'm glad we could get reacquainted after being away from <laughs> each other for so long. It is great to talk with you, and cannot wait for this one. Uh, we'll hear you and Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, yeah. my friend. And we'll talk again Monday, right? Or That's, are you going off to baseball? No, I, I'm going to be with you right. Monday, regardless. I am with you. I'm with you right, always. Brother. Thanks, man. See ya. There we go. The great Mark Durant joining me from Las Vegas at the Orleans Arena as we get you ready for the Cougars and the Lions. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a timeout. We have got lots of action on this Saturday to update you on, including earlier action today at the Orleans Arena for BYU women's basketball. They advance on to Monday. We'll get you all the details of a very impressive win for BYU women's basketball. We'll do that when we come back as Cougar Pregame Live continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard. Getting closer to tip-off at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, the West Coast Conference Tournament, BYU and LMU coming your way in just a little bit. They're not the only quarterfinal game that will be played tonight. Our game is the first of two. The other men's quarterfinal is third seed Santa Clara and sixth seed San Francisco. Their game's set to tip off about 30 minutes after the conclusion of our game. Earlier today, BYU women's basketball, the five seed, upset the four seed San Francisco Dons by a final score of 66 to 56. This was a very impressive victory for the Cougars. Emma Calvert led all scorers with 17 points. She hit six field goals, five of them were threes. What made it even more impressive was the fact that Calvert fouled out with about four minutes to go. Nani Falatea fouled out with about four minutes to go. And so the BYU Cougars were down to their, or were without their top two scorers, but they got nine points and 27 rebounds from Lauren Gustin. That is a new career high. That is a West Coast Conference tournament high. And with the nine points, she now is the first player in BYU history to score 500 points and grab 500 rebounds in the same season. She is also just the 10th Division I women's basketball player to ever do that in women's basketball history. What a game for BYU, they get the 10-point win, and now they will face Gonzaga, the number one seed, coming up on Monday. All right, coming up next, we'll get you to the Orleans Arena for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome back courtside inside the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, for quarterfinal play at the West Coast Conference Tournament. 
as tonight the BYU Cougars play to extend their stay on the strip. Coming off a wild comeback win over Portland last night, the Cougs tonight take on the Lions of Loyola Marymount. Fourth time these teams have met in the WCC tournament, and BYU has won all of the previous three meetings. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel, sitting alongside my quarter-century courtside colleague, the one-time Cougar hoopster, Mark Durant. And Mark, last night on this floor, it was a tale of two halves, as you described it. Uh, Portland had the Cougars down 14 in the first 20 minutes. Only a stellar bench effort kept the Cougs in the game at the break. They were down 13, but from down 13, the Cougs rallied with a remarkable second-half surge. BYU pasted the Pilots in the second stanza and one going away. The Cougars come in two tonight with confidence after the comeback. Now they draw LMU and the great Cam Shelton. Can the Cougs cool off one of the hottest players in college basketball? Boy, that's a big task, but I do like the fact and, and, and uh, the way that they were able to play in that second half was remarkable. I thought it was just a fantastic comeback and played with a lot of confidence and energy, and I hope that translates into this game because they'll need it. This is a better team than Portland, and BYU struggled with Portland, so they'll need to play much better. They'll need to play two of those second halves against LMU to be better. And you got Cam Shelton, who's just a tremendous player. And if it was only Cam Shelton, I'd say, yeah, Mark Pope and the guys could come up with a way to stop Cam Shelton. He hasn't been particularly dominant against the games against BYU. But I worry about the, the rest of the supporting cast, whether it's uh, Leo Pepe or you know Jalen Anderson, who's had nice games against BYU. I worry about Rick Asanza. He's a shot blocker. He can, he can kind of swallow up that paint and take away a little bit of BYU's advantage in the paint. So it's going to be a real challenge. Obviously, you have to focus on Cam Shelton, but, it, 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 you know, there's other guys for LMU, and BYU's going to have to play two good halves, not one good half like they did last night, two good halves to beat the Lions. Coming up next, we'll hear from the other Mark, BYU head coach Mark Pope, when the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Prepping you for BYU and LMU in the quarterfinal round to play at the WCC tournament here in Las Vegas. BYU has a 6-3 record in the quarterfinals. That's good. Including a 2-0 record against LMU in the quarters. That's good. These teams last met in the tournament just last season. BYU beat the Lions. That's good. In the second round before falling to USF in the quarters, not so good. This season, BYU and LMU split their regular season series. Lions won 64-59 in Los Angeles. The Cougars countering with an 89-61 manhandling at the Marriott Center. Tonight's winner advancing to Monday night semifinals against two, uh, one seed St. Mary's. After BYU and LMU tonight, it'll be San Francisco and Santa Clara for the right to meet the two-seed Gonzaga in Monday's second semi. Time to hear now from BYU head coach Mark Pope. Our conversation presented, as always, by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope talks about the return of BYU's rebounding advantage that has led to -to back-to-back wins coming into tonight. You know, that's been a staple for us all year long. It's probably been the one statistical category where we've had the most success the most consistently. And um, it's, um, you know, it's an equalizer for us. It's super important. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a huge focus for us. Uh, this Gideon George is so, so gifted to tag in the glass. And Richie didn't have, 
huge, huge numbers on the glass last night, but he was ridiculously aggressive. And Foose and Atiki have a press on the glass, and it's just it's just really important to everything that we do that we rebound this ball on both sides of the floor. And last two games, you're plus 19 on the offensive boards alone. Yeah, and in tournament play, it's a big deal, man, because you, you just don't know, like... It's one game and out, and so you need to have as many built-in safety nets as you can. And and there's sometimes there's just some nights when the when the ball doesn't go in the way you want it to, and on those nights you save yourself on the offensive glass. And so it's a it's a great equalizer, and it's, it's it brings consistency to what otherwise could be an inconsistent uh, you know statistic in terms of office efficiency and so it's a huge part of our game you've been a great comeback team all year and last night you were also a great closing team as well the final minutes of that game belonged to BYU yeah um, you know I was, I was proud of our guys you know we handled their pressure uh, flawlessly down the stretch which was super important it's not really what they do but we still handled it really really well um, the guys stayed aggressive and um, you know, we, we stayed really disciplined too. You know, it was a it was a situation where it was really important for us to 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 not allow threes and 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 not sacrifice three point opportunities, even if it cost us giving up some twos. And the guys were the guys were really diligent. That's hard to do sometimes, but but by the numbers, it, it works, and it certainly worked for us last night. Okay, LMU now. Season split uh, during the regular season. Last game at your place. Did a lot of the things you were going to want to do again tonight against this team. The biggest difference for us in, in those two games for me w- was on the offensive end, us screening and playing with force, all of that equating into ultimately protecting the ball. And then um, our physicality on the defensive end was was significantly improved. We actually had a really good um, defensive effort at LMU. We just we just couldn't come up with stops down the stretch. And offensively, and, kind of a weird game for you and LMU. Yeah, and offensively, we really struggled. And, and really, it was we rethought a lot of just general concepts about how this team can function in terms of playing off two feet seals and, and the way we're screening and how we're setting up screens, both away from the ball and on the ball. Um, you know, that game was a little bit of a landmark uh, game for us to turn and say, hey, man, we really, you know, we had won seven in a row before that game, and and uh, and we, we, we recognized we really had to to um, change some things philosophically after after that really disappointing offensive performance. They're more than Cam Shelton, but he himself right now is a force. I mean, he's arguably the best point guard in this league, uh, and, you know, it was it's really interesting because he's been so dominant offensively recently. He's put up 20 shots a game, I think, over the last five games. Um, and in our first game at LMU, he completely dominated the game by himself on the defensive end. And so he's a two-way player. He's a super senior. He's been through the wars, and he is, uh, you know, he's, he's really playing at an elite level right now. Who gets the first look at him tonight? Um, so we'll give Spence, Spence a shot at him, but it's a, you know, um, this is one of the um, lowest assist percentage teams in the country. They're 330th or 340th, and so really the whole game turns into a one-on-five. It's, it can't be us in isolation. It's got to be us, you know, guarding their one isolation player with five defenders, and that's that's massively important for, for what we do. Cam Shelton, you start in transition. Can you build a wall and can you keep him away from the room without fouling? And then in the middle of the equation, it's can you find a way 
to manage him in ball screens. Um, we'll do, you know, we've done a nice job with V-back switches, and we'll do that a little bit. And then finally, what he's really been incredible at recently is at the end of shot clock, he's just isolating, and he's he's making threes late in shot clock uh, off isolation, really just pure isolation. So those are three areas of his game that we really have to pay attention to. Well, great preview, Coach. I love tourney time. Nothing beats it. Good luck against LMU, and uh, we'll hear from you postgame. Thanks, Chief. That is BYU head coach Mark Pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game. Brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant giving us his keys to BYU as they take on LMU. When you have two different results when teams play each other twice, it's easy to kind of see what the difference was in that game. In the, in the loss, BYU was even with LMU on the rebounds. And in the loss... Uh, and, and when at home they were plus 11 at, at the loss they were 2 for 13 from 3 at home they were 10 for 20 so those are kind of my keys and I think BYU needs to be around 9 or 10 threes at least and then I think you need to be 5 or 10 rebounds ahead of LMU if you do those two things you're going to beat LMU alright that is break time and this reminder to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations Big O Tires the team you trust the BYU Store Cougar Tip Off Show coming up next Live from the WCC Tournament in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We're coming to you from courtside at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. BYU Cougars making their final WCC tournament run. So far, it's two games stay. Tonight, BYU looks to book passage to Monday in the tournament semifinals against St. Mary's. It's 18-14, BYU facing 19-11 LMU. The Lions this season have beaten BYU, Gonzaga, and St. Mary's, the first and only WCC team to ever achieve that feat. But the Lions are not exactly on a roll. They've lost four of seven and will tonight be playing their first tourney game against a battle-tested BYU team. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host back in the seat is Jason Shepard. Our control board operators, Logan Gardner and Seth Larson. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our BYU radio engineer is Barry Squires. Our broadcast intern, Caleb Hatch. And you're listening to us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, and over the air, KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also heard on the BYU Radio app and at BYURadio.org. Well, throughout the season, the Cougars were as resilient as they were competitive. 12 of their 14 losses this year were by single digits. They lost a 15 point game against UVU, a 12 point game at, at Pepperdine. And that was it in terms of games that kind of got away from BYU. Conversely, when BYU won, the Cougars were liable to win going away. Every win against WCC competition this year has been by double digits. Mark, BYU's been good enough to be in literally every game it has played. And last night's game was the latest example. Down 14, Cougs were far from out of it. 
Yeah, BYU has basically played three types of games in conference play, Greg. You got the Gonzaga-St. Mary's games where they're ahead or battling all game long, and it's a great battle. That's one category. The other category is they get a little bit of a lead early, and then they, they end up winning handily, double digits. They just kind of cruise. And the third is they get down big, and then they really battle back, and sometimes they lose those. Maybe occasionally they'll win them. That's kind of been the, the – the blueprint for them. Now, I hope to, tonight to see more of the middle when the, the mm. plan B where they get a little bit of a lead. I mean, I think they're due for that in this game. Come out, start strong, start ready to go, knock a th- few threes down. And I think if they do that, they'll be comfortable enough to maybe continue on and extend this game and, and get a big win tonight. But if they get behind again against a team like LMU, it's, it's you're just playing with fire way too much, Greg. It's tough to do that night after night. All right, coming up after this break, we'll take a closer look at the Lions of LMU as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the WCC Tournament in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Do you think- this is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues from courtside at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada for quarterfinal play at the WCC Tournament. Tonight, 5-seed BYU facing 4-seed LMU. Later, 6-seed USF meeting 3-seed Santa Clara. Looking forward to that one. Uh, So far, all the favored seeds have advanced. Uh, The favorites are 4-0. BYU will need that run to stop tonight. LMU has a claim to fame this year. The only team in the WCC to ever defeat Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and BYU in the same season. Despite that accomplishment, the Lions were just two games over 500 in league play at 9-7. and seven. They only went 3-4 and four down the stretch. The defense has been shaky of late. Opponents have shot 51% or better from the field in five of the last seven, and each of the Lions' last four opponents have shot 46% or better from the three-point line. That's a huge number. But LMU has Cam Shelton, and he is on a serious hoops heater. He has scored 31 or more in four of his last five. Those are Jimmer-like numbers, Mark. He can almost beat you by himself. Yeah, he's terrific. I mean, LMU has been a roller coaster Jekyll and Hyde team, but when they're good, they're really good. To go uh, beat St. Mary's and Gonzaga and BYU, that's really impressive. So you know you've got some really good players. It starts with Cam Shelton. The other... When I knew Cam Shelton was just out of this world, was watching the end of that uh, Pacific game, yeah. I think the game was over. They were going to lose to Pacific, and he just took over, had 40 points in that game and willed them to victory. And you can't go on the road to Gonzaga and get a win like that without a guard like Cam Shelton. And, you know, they, they've got a good guard line, good solid interior players. This is a solid basketball team. But, man, Cam Shelton's really good. So that's your number one, you know, scouting report thing is, is find a way to stop Cam. But, They've got a lot of guys that can hurt you. So it's an uphill battle for the Cougars tonight. It's been a good team, but but has shown a lot of in, uh, you know vulnerabilities this year, and, and it's hurt them at times. So why should BYU be concerned about an LMU player averaging four points and four rebounds a game? I'm talking about Rick Asanza. I just think he's a, a game changer for me. And, and you look at those numbers like, you know, what, what are you talking about? Well, you know, BYU lost when he was playing, and they drilled LMU when he wasn't playing. And, and he's a 7-1 guy. He's a shot blocker which means if, if you're in the paint, you're not going to get a, a clean look at it. You're going to have to shoot high or alter your shot, and it just makes life a lot harder. When you have a real advantage in the paint and he can kind of ne- negate that somewhat, it makes it really hard against LMU. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show will continue right after this, live from the WCC Tournament in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and LMU coming up at the top of the hour here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. Game one of the two-game men's evening session on day three of the WCC tournament here in Vegas after BYU and LMU. It'll be San Francisco and Santa Clara. Both of tonight's winners advance to Monday night's semifinals. BYU-LMU winner gets St. Mary's. USF Santa Clara survivor draws Gonzaga. On the women's side of the tournament, the BYU women have already won two games. They're into the final four. BYU 66 and San Francisco 56, the afternoon final today. That's a five-seed upsetting a four-seed. So uh, first upset, uh, at least one of the first upsets of the tournament comes on the women's draw with BYU winning. Uh, Lauren Gustin... Had 27 rebounds today. That's a career high for Lauren, who's already the nation's leading rebounder. USF as a team had 29. Hasn't she done that before where she out-rebounded a team? I mean, she is amazing. That is is so incredible. 27 boards, 9 points for Lauren Gustin. Three kooks and double figures today. So BYU will now take on number one seed Gonzaga Monday afternoon for a right to play in the championship game. Congrats to Coach Whiting and the Kooks. Uh, Mark, there was a lot to like about BYU's men's game last night, but perhaps most impressive was BYU's ability to seal the deal after rallying from down 14. You've alluded to it already. There have been some comebacks that have come up short, but the Kooks had displayed all season this ability to come back, sometimes struggle in closing, but closing was not a question last night. BYU really commanded things down the stretch. Yeah, a couple things. BYU valuing the basketball, not turning the ball over, not helping the other team, especially in that full-court pressure. Coach Pope alluded to it. They handled that beautifully and actually turned it into a weapon for them. And uh, getting the offensive, getting the rebounds, not getting giving up offensive, just a great job finishing that game last night. Last word before tip-off coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. Anthem ahead of BYU and LMU here at the WCC tournament. Uh, Mark, one quick word about the value to you of heart and hustle because a lot of heart and hustle for BYU last night led them to victory. That took a lot. That took a lot. I wondered if they had it in them, Greg, at halftime. I, I thought, well, this is, is a great chance for a team that struggled this year to just say, hey, we're, let, let's just call it, a, call it a year. And they fought back uh, as good as I've ever seen them. That says a lot about these guys. Starting lineups and tip next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.